Blog Talk Radio. I've been looking forward to this one all night. If he can make the tag, and he does in this time, the ref sees it, and McBride is in the ring, and he's going to work. Referee has lost total control of this match. He just caught him. That's it. Power driver covers him. Two count. Three, and it's over. Remembering Jim the Anvil Neidhart, earlier today, the news broke that uh, one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers definitely of all time, has suddenly and tragically passed away. I'll go ahead and read uh, one of the articles um, that uh, was found earlier today. I'm, I'm waiting on uh, the arrival to the broadcast of Barry Bull, my co-host. He will be joining me uh, uh, in a little bit. But, you know, if you were with us in the 1980s as a wrestling fan, as I was, I was I was six years old in 1980. And um, it, Jim the Anvil Neidhart was uh, – he wasn't the, the biggest, you know, superstar in his own right with – Jim, with Breath the Hitman Hart and with Jimmy Hart, just this incredible chemistry, and you just looked forward to seeing them. They were the the classic heel character back in the day when the British Bulldogs were vying for the world titles, and you had the Killer Bees on the scene, and you had uh, Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik there. This was back in the era of the Machines and King Kong Bundy and Big John Stud. And it was just a, it was a classic tag team uh, era. And Jim Neidhart, along with Bret Hart, you, you, you can hardly, you can hardly mention Jim the Anvil Neidhart and not mention Bret the Hitman Hart. It was that, uh, it was that close. Um, so, anyway, we're here remembering. Uh, the anvil, and I was going to read this. I, I'm I'm looking for it now. Um, I had it up here just a moment ago, and it seems to have disappeared. And I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have my co-host Barry Bull on the air right now to help me um, buy some time. But let me find the uh, the clip here that I read earlier from the Washington Times. 
And there it is right there. Jim the Anvil Neidhart um, dies at 63 years old. Let me just read it. And um, hopefully by the time that I get uh, finished with this, we'll, we'll have Barry Bull on the line. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who joined brother-in-law Bret Hart, to form one of the top tag teams of the 1980s with the WWE, has died. He was 63. The Pasco Sheriff's Office said Neidhart fell at home, hit his head to his injury on Monday in West Chapel, Florida. No foul play suspected. Neidhart's daughter, known as Natalia, wrestles for the WWE and is the former women's champion. Neidhart made appearances with his daughter on the WWE reality series, Total Divas. My dad was always a fighter, she wrote in an Instagram post. Neidhart, Brett the Hitman Hart, and manager Jimmy the Mouth of the South Hart made up the Hart Foundation stable in the 1980s and the 1990s. The tag team won two WWE championships. Wow. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, 63 years old, no major health issues that I know of. Um, wow. Just suddenly is gone, just suddenly gone. Uh, one of the greatest that we've ever seen, uh, no longer with us. Um, Neidhart married Bret Hart's sister, Ellie. Um, they became part of the famed family uh, wrestling dynasty, of course, up in Canada. Stu Hart trained his sons, including Bret and former WWE star Owen Hart as well as Neidhart in the 1970s. Neidhart started his pro wrestling career in Stu Hart's Stampede Wrestling promotion and eventually signed with the WWE in 1985. Uh, Hart posted a picture on social media of himself with Neidhart and the WWE tag team belts around their waist with the caption, stunned and saddened. I just don't have the words right now. Of course, you know, Barry and I have talked frequently on this broadcast in the past when we were doing weekly shows that normally when you have a tag team, eventually that tag team goes their separate ways and launch their own singles career. And typically you have one wrestler who just propels to superstardom almost while the other one doesn't do quite as well but still may do some singles wrestling. Neidhart was the one who went off and did not excel to the height of Bret Hart. Bret Hart went on to uh, have major feuds with Shawn Michaels, held the Intercontinental title as a singles competitor, held the world title as a singles competitor, wrestled in the first ever Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12 against Shawn Michaels, um, became really one of the main leaders in the um the well it was it was kind of the unpopular um back in the 1993 94 95 I can't even remember exactly right now what the era was called um new generation it's called the new generation and um it was a very as far as ratings go it was not a popular time for WWE television uh they had some very low ratings it was during this time uh, when Bret Hart was the world champion and Shawn Michaels was the world champion and Sid was the world champion, it was during those times that WCW gained momentum 
got some wrestlers from WCW and event or from WWF and eventually took over in the ratings war. Neidhart went off and went with uh, he had a time with uh, a Coco Beware. He had a time with uh, where he tagged with Owen Hart, um, and it never it just never took off. Neidhart was a tag team specialist. He was the muscle. Bret Hart was the finesse and the technical wrestler, and they just made a beautiful combination. You had the same thing in the British Bulldogs. You had Davey Boy Smith, who was the power and who could also wrestle, and then you had the Dynamite Kid, who was the technical expert and the quick and the fast. Um You've seen that a lot with uh, some other tag teams uh, down the road. Steiner Brothers. Rick Steiner was the power wrestler uh, who could get in and mix it up and fight, grind you down. And uh, Scott Steiner at the time was more of the technical wrestler, um, the mat wrestler. So, obviously, um, you know, we're saddened. Um, I, I did not know... I have not done enough research to know of where Jim Neidhart spends eternity. It's a question that everybody has to ask themselves at one point in time. I pray that he has gone on to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that he had a relationship with Christ and that his name was written down in the Lamb's Book of Life is our prayer. Um, here's the Joe Allen Show, but we don't know that, so we can't report. So no news is good news. I'm just going to help myself by assuming that Jim Neidhart is resting in the arms of Jesus peacefully on a very sad day. It's one thing to have health problems and have a certain expectation that time is near. It's another thing altogether when things are not expected. Neither situation is an easy experience. But definitely when there's no expectation that anything could go wrong and then your loved one dies, I'm certain the Hart family households around the country uh, in Canada are grieving this hour and an unbelievable time uh, that they're going through. And our, our prayers and our thoughts are with Natalia and the other members of the family. Um it, it said here it gave who he survived. Um, not in this particular article, but um, I believe he had two daughters, a wife, um, and of course, Fred Hart is the only now the only living member of the Hart Foundation remaining. Um, very sad day, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Uh, if I had a memory that I could share. Uh, just briefly, uh, we're not going to be on the air very long, and it does not look like I will get uh, Barry on the phone. Uh, it was a quite a, a late notice, so I don't think that he he probably will be on tonight. So um, just a brief memory uh, for me. Um, well, there's a set, there's a number there, so that may be Barry Bull. Barry, can you hear me? Loud and clear, pal. Where have you been all these months? <laughs> well, I mean, I've been eating all so many hot dogs. I lost count. Well, I've been hi- I've been in hiding up here in North Carolina. I haven't been uh, doing that much as 
on the wrestling scene have been kind of taking a break from it all. Um, and every wrestling fan, there becomes a, a time when you get frustrated with things and uh, just kind of want to step away. It's kind of been that way for me. And plus, I've got teenagers and uh, got a, a sophomore going into college and a, a senior in high school and another teenager coming up this September. So I got my hands full with kids and not a lot of time to do a radio broadcast. Um, so um, even when I felt even better about the world of professional wrestling, kind of like I do right now, I really think the SummerSlam card coming up is really spectacular. Looking forward to it, but um, just can't find the time to do a show on a regular basis. So that's kind of a what's hey, going hey, on. Hey, Joe. Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah. You know what? You know, for some reason, I've all of a sudden got Kit Kat on my mind. I don't know why. I guess it was when you told me you were taking a break. Yeah. Well, Bull, tonight we are saddened at the loss of one of the greatest tag team specialists and the wrestling business has ever seen in Jim the Anvil Neidhart was not expected, um, but uh, he has passed today. And I've, I've shared uh, with the listeners uh, an article uh, written in the uh, on the Washington Times online that talks about the death. I don't know how much you um, – I know we have not spoken previous to this uh, broadcast. I know I invited you on, but I don't know how much uh, you uh, remember – uh, or have heard about it. Um, but I am hearing that Neidhart suffered from Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease, um, and perhaps suffered a, uh, what they call a grand mall seizure Monday, which may have caused his fall and uh, he hit his head and, you know, subsequently later on passed away. So your thoughts a little bit on maybe what you've heard today and maybe a memory or two about Jim Neidhart. Well, I was, I mean, just like everybody else, I'm sure I was taken back. Uh, you know, like most people were today, I, you know, certainly was not anticipating hearing that kind of news, especially, and, you know, getting serious uh, for a little while here, uh, you know, especially having come off the heels of, of uh, what occurred about a week or two ago with uh, Nikolai Volkov and Brian Christopher Lawler. Uh, it just seems like, you know, there's been quite a few um, big-name superstars, wrestlers that have uh, passed within the past couple of weeks, past couple of months. And um, I wasn't too aware about the Alzheimer's. Um, I did read one report today where uh, – yeah, I didn't know. I, I did read uh, one report today where he did uh, apparently suffer a fall, like you mentioned, and hit his head, and which led to – convulsions and seizures and it could be that you know if he had the onset of dementia or alzheimer's that may have contributed to that but you know one thing that you and i talked about on one of the shows that we did uh back in the day when uh i think bobby heenan passed or or one of the other superstars that we were talking about at the time and you know it just seems like most of the wrestlers um you know we're seeing their ages and they're they're still fairly young joe i mean you know, 63 is not old at all. Um, you know, it's nope. just a shame. Um, it, it really is because most of them, uh, and it'd be interesting to kind of see where the average age is. Um, but most of them, you know, the ones that we've seen, with a few exceptions like Bruno San Martino and ones like that, most of them have been in their 50s and 60s. And, you know, to me, that's still way too young. But, 
Um, you know, just sharing some memories of Jim Neidhart. I know you've probably shared some of yours. I never will forget being at the Augusta Civic Center, which is now known as the James Brown Arena. And uh, the Hart Foundation had a tag team match. They were the uh, WWF tag team champions at the times, and they were facing the British Bulldogs in a steel cage match. And you may have been at that show too. I I don't remember. I think you and I had talked about um, that match. I wasn't sure if I remembered correctly you saying that you were at that show or not, but I remember. Um, well, I was there. The British- I was there and did not know that you were there, and you were there and did not know that I was there. Well, that's correct. Neither one of us knew that the other was there. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I remember I had ringside seats. Uh, one of the few occasions where I actually sat down on the floor. And so I had a bird's eye view from the floor level of the steel cage and the door, actually, where they entered in at. And I never will forget the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith, I believe it was. There may have been down in my kid, but I said, no. Eh, it may have been down in my kid anyway. One of them was Fitz and Etz at the cage, and we just knew they were going to win the tag team titles. And Jim Neidhart grabbed the door at the last second and slammed it on, I think it was down in my kid's head, and yep. knocked him out, and Bret, and Bret Hart climbed out of the ring, and they kept their titles. But... Yep. um but yeah, yeah, that you know, was a just, very that was a that was a memorable night. It it had me uh I was on the edge of my seat because I was really pulling for the British Bulldogs and then Neidhart slammed the door in Dynamite's face and knocked him back into the ring and Hart Bret Hart escaped and retained the titles. I remember that very vividly. Yep. And you know, it's funny because and I'm sure a lot of people have commented on Nyhart's goatee and you know that was kind of his trademark thing and and you know to this day whenever I see somebody that has a goatee <laughs> I actually go up to him and I say especially if I know him now I go up to him and I say hey you mind if I pull an anvil on you and of course they'll look at me funny you know like what the heck are you talking about and I'll just pretend like I'm grabbing their goatee and pull down on it because you know in, in every match they had that was one of their spots you know where the opposing wrestler would grab his goatee and pull down on it. And, um, yeah, it was funny, but you know, Joe, I was, I was looking at something else and and you may, I don't know if you've uh, noticed this or not, but you know, there's been some big notable names of wrestlers that have passed this year. And I just want to read uh, to you real quick. I don't know how much time we have here, but, um, here are the names of, of wrestlers that have passed this year so far. And we're only into August. Uh, Big Bully Busick passed earlier. Of course, we all know about Brian Christopher Lawler. Um, Brickhouse Brown, he passed earlier. He had cancer, unfortunately. Uh, Nikolai Volkov, of course, uh, we all heard about him. Bruno San Martino, Johnny Valant, who unfortunately got hit by a a truck or a vehicle. Um, Masaseoto, I didn't know him. He was a Japanese wrestler. Matt Capitelli, most people remember him from Tough Enough. Um, unfortunately, his brain cancer came back, and he passed earlier. Paul Jones. Uh, you know, we have so many memories of Paul Jones, the infamous manager um, of the Powers of Pain and the uh, Koloffs back in the days and the Super Assassins. Um, 
big, big time manager. Rockin' Rebel, and uh, of course Vader, Big Van Vader. We lost him earlier, so we've lost some. Uh, we've lost some big names, my friend, in the wrestling world this year. Yep, um, and it's you know as, as we get older, we're going to see more and more of the people that we grew up watching pass away because when we were youngsters, um, these guys were in their um, 20s and 30s, and so now that we're in our 40s, they're in their 60s and 70s, and so we'll you know we're going to see you know the thing with Brian Christopher is shocking. I think that's still under investigation. Um, this year, uh, I know that Neidhart, I did not know this at the beginning of the broadcast that he had Alzheimer's, uh, as we were covering this, I was reading as you were talking and, and read that he had had Alzheimer's, but, uh, still shocking, um, that, um, that he would pass away today, uh, in a fall hitting his head and, uh, you know, you don't have really the words to say, you know, that the family is broken. Uh, in Canada and uh, in the WWE, you still have Natalia. Uh, Natalia is still uh, active. Uh, you know that she's broken, and so you're praying. You're praying for the family who is left behind, and our hearts and our thoughts. And just um, it's hard to put together any words. But um, as I said before, you came on the air. I, I just pray. I can only pray that Nightheart had a relationship. Jesus Christ, that his name was written down in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that he is resting peacefully in the presence of Jesus right now. Uh, I don't know anything to the contrary. I don't know of the man's spiritual condition or anything like that, so I won't assume either way, but I just pray that he uh, did so that right now his family can rest in peace knowing that um, it's not over for him and that they'll get to see him again um, one day so um well it's funny you mentioned natalia we um she was actually here in augusta on the uh house show uh this past week and of course i'm confident she would have been on raw tonight had this not occurred earlier today but um yeah i'm sure it was kind of a shock for everybody i mean you know uh we we've all known people in our lives that have had dementia or alzheimer's and it's a it, yeah, if it is true that he did have Alzheimer's, and I haven't read that story, and unfortunately, you know, there's going to be things that will be put out on the internet that, quite frankly, we don't know is true or not. But let's just say that he, that he did have Alzheimer's, and um, you know, it is a debilitating disease, and you know, you see people go through it, and they go through different stages of it, and but but it's still a disease that, you know, if it's in its early stages, people can still have somewhat of a good quality of life and it just sounds to me like unfortunately he you know the report re-read was true he suffered this fall and hit his head and 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 i can say um uh, a family member that is my wife um she suffered a fall and hit her head and she ended up passing from that essentially so it's it, it's sad and um you know, obviously our hearts do go out to his family and, of course, Natalia. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll still live on um, well, that's through memories. And, that. 
I still go back from time to time and watch um, SummerSlam 1990, where they him and Brett won the WWE WWF World Tag Team Championship from Demolition. Uh, still go back in 1987. Probably the most memorable match ever for me with Jim the Anvil Neidhart is uh, where he cracked Dynamite Kid over the head with the megaphone, took him out of the title match, and on Superstars of Wrestling, won, upset, shocked the world with Bret Hart, of course, Danny Davis, the referee, beating the British Bulldogs for the World Tag Team title. Always looked for the Bulldogs to come back and beat them. That never happened, but... um, a big memory. Barry, I'll share this uh, from the New York Post, and then we will well, be done. And, 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 well, and before you do that, because I was just sitting here thinking about this, that I don't think that was a match, but wasn't it the same feud in storyline where Danny Davis ended up becoming, in my opinion, the first heel referee? Yes. Yep. Yep, he had had some altercations previous, but that is the match that he became public and was a heel that he assisted the Hart Foundation in winning the WWE. And the first time you'd ever seen a referee time. do that too, and that yep. kind of yep. kind of opened the door for that avenue. I'm sorry, go ahead with your New York. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, credit the New York Post um, for their writing. Uh, Ryan Gatos, Fox News, reporting at 12 this afternoon. Former WWE star Jim the Anvil Knight Hart. Has died. WWE confirmed Monday he was 63. Neidhart died after suffering a medical emergency, according to TMZ. Former wrestler B. Brian Blair, one half of the Killer Bees tag team, shared the news on Twitter. So sad to announce the passing of my friend and longtime colleague, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Your thoughts and prayers for the family are deeply appreciated, he wrote. Neidhart was the founding member of the notorious Hart Foundation faction, which included Brett, the hitman Hart, and his brother-in-law. Knott Hart became a pro wrestler in 1979 after training with the legendary Stu Hart in Canada. He also appeared in preseason NFL games with the Raiders and Cowboys. The Florida native has three children, including former women's champion Natalia Neidhart. The two have appeared together in a few episodes of Total Divas on the E! Network. Knott Hart never won the World Heavyweight Championship with WWE, was a two-time world tag team champion. Val, that's going to do it for this very special episode of the Joe Allen Show. I appreciate you uh, being here with us and sharing in this memorial-type uh, show. Um, we do. Well, next time, let's make it more positive, time. shall we? Sure. And why is it that every time when I come on, I start hearing music playing in the background? (laughs) Although that does sound familiar. Yeah. Bull, you're one of a kind. Fans, until our next special episode for Barry Bull, I'm... Which will happen about three years from now. (laughs) So long, everybody, and Godspeed, Jim, the Anvil Nightmare. Good night. Hey, speaking of so long, that kind of reminds me, I got a foot-long hot dog in there I need to go eat. I guess I need to put the trimmings on it first, though. Good gracious. Would you stop? Well, it is good. <laughs> <laughs>